waiting. I can't even yeah, see. Yeah, I can't yeah, even I fucking see. I just want to see how quickly it takes me to break, you know? About 20 seconds, I'd be curious. Okay. Alright. How are you doing? I'm alright, yeah. Tired. Just so the people know, because I'm sure Jay will enjoy this, I uh, delayed the show for the third week in a row. Yes. So, uh, it's coming the new norm, new standard. It certainly is, but I don't mind, it's whatever. <sighs> tired, Jay. You, sorry, you said tired and on the phone earlier. Tired, at, you are tired achy. and achy. Achy, breaky heart, man. Achy, breaky. That's a good song. Yeah. I like it. Baby, I like it like that. That's one, Jay. What about a game where, like, every lyric, at the end of the lyric, you have to say, like, sing another song that kind of relates, if you know what I mean? What relates or what has the same lyric? Uh, something like that, yeah, same word or something. I'm sure there's something you know I mean? like that. Yeah, Probably sure. already exists. Sure. 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 Uh, well, Jay... I guess this is the introductory introductory bit. By the way, when you hear me speak, do I sound like my mouth is full of saliva most of the time? That's an odd question, and I don't think so. Because I've... I, so basically, I talk on the phone for my job a lot, and I've begun analysing the way I speak quite... Sp- yeah, because you're hearing yourself all the time. Right. And now I'm thinking, oh my god, Nick, you don't actually pronounce properly. Like yeah, I've I've had that before. I actually noticed that from the year we had of lockdown, I probably said I don't know under two thousand words, maybe less than a thousand. I don't know. In the in that year. In the entire year, I just didn't I just didn't talk. There's yeah. no need to, not really, you know. Yeah. Necessarily. Um. And then when I start, started going back to work, I was like, oh, I sound strange. Because <laughs> I was, like, noticing, like, you know, sort of hearing myself all the time. Sure. I think you not pronouncing stuff might just be, like, tired, being tired or something. Yeah, it's... It... But like when I notice it, it, it's like, I notice that I sort of, like, produce saliva talking almost. It's I don't know. That anyway, might be because you talk so much that you're having to, like... Uh, your body's having to produce more, so it's maybe overproducing, which means it's underproducing later on. That could be a thing. So you might have like dry mouth or something. Like that. that could be a thing. Anyway, Jay, how are you doing? I'm alright. Yeah. In a in a gaming whirlwind, Trout? I guess. Oh, I don't okay. know. Back and forth. Sure. Here and there, everywhere, nowhere. It's like right now is like the height of you know game releases for a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, Forbidden West, West, okay. Forbidden West. Um, Elden Ring just came out today. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff all happening. Pokemon didn't come out, you know. Absent- I mean, it came out this month, didn't it? Pokemon? Came out January twenty eighth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was actually supposed to come out on January 22nd. It got delayed in a couple of days. I don't know why. That, that's a bit, I mean, that's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know, that might just be like uh, the Mandela effect on, on my end. 
yeah, of just like thinking it was a 20 second, maybe seeing oh, it okay. like that. And But actually, I didn't see a 2, I saw an 8 instead. I don't know. Right, sure. That's sure. just me being weird, I'm sure. So, Jay, this is the uh, TGO show, or the Game Opinion show, or a video game podcast, which is very much like most other video game podcasts, except they don't have Nick and Jay in them. Yeah. So that's, that's the Goldilocks gamer <laughs> himself, Jay. Yeah. I'm uh, Nick. That's with the Night C. Owl. The Night Owl. The Night Nick Owl. The Night Owl. And we like to talk about video games. We like to play games. We like to talk about news and games we're playing, yeah. new and old. There is, there is no like, oh, that's out this week, so we've got to buy it and we've got to play it and we've got to review it. Although that's kind of how it. I feel a lot of the time. Like yeah, whenever there's a new yeah. game, I get that itch of like, oh, I need to buy something. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. I need to buy that now at full price. <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do I've, it. I've almost pressed that button like ten times the last week. Of like, oh, I could just get today. it now. You could. But I don't want to spend seventy quid on a game right now. You know. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. So um, this week, yeah, as Jay sort of mentioned, we are going through an interesting period for. I would say both of us at the moment, which we'll get on to. Um, well, actually, Jay, let's get on to it. Let's get on to it now, uh, if you don't mind taking us to the first background. If you're an audio listener, I'm keeping this bit in because I'm fucking lazy. Uh, so, Jay, yeah. my topic for this week. Don't well, we spoke about this in the car on the way home, right? But I, I have oh, what together out... when we were both in the car on the way home? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, we both <laughs> just were at work together. We both drove home together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. I work in the timber yard. Jay works at timber yard. Yeah, that's the lack of a better term. I know it's not a timber yard. That's honestly close enough. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I didn't know if you were like just call me a lumberjack, but, you know. Yard. End uh, of the day. Me, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we've both already spoken about this. I'm sure Jay will comment on this as well in his topic. Maybe we combine both topics. Who knows? There are no rules. But um, <clears throat> basically, I was saying to Jay in the car, while we're in the car together, that when my life is very, very busy and I have lots of new things in my life, such as a new job and a house and a new kitchen, um, I actually don't game as much as say in a very relaxed sort of co- consistent routine scheduled life you, and i found this out where go on go you on. talk about it like that's not a, a normal thing you're it's literally just you're describing the obvious i don't i don't no no no, no, no what no, is going on argue... i'm busy so i don't play as much yeah that's obvious no no, no, no. no, no. so as in as in when i'm stressed I don't see games as a de-stressor. I'm not like, oh, God, I really need to play that to de-stress. Me neither, I don't think. I'm saying... Okay. If anything, it has the opposite effect. For me, I, I feel like games way, have saying... like a like a mental... Like You know how like during the week, during your job, if you have a physical job, you yeah. might be physically drained at the end yes. of the week. I'd say when I play a game over the weekend, I'm mentally drained by the end of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. That's kind of how I am. Yeah, and I'm not saying, by the way, that like when I'm when I say I'm stressed, I'm not saying I am stressed. I'm no. just saying I'm stressed compared to not being stressed. 
Um, when that happens, I don't see games as like a, oh, you know what? I just want to sit down for two hours and like plan the game. Because like sometimes I might want to sit down for a bit. But what I'm saying is when I'm in a relaxed, consistent state, which is like, you know, no house renovations going on. Job is just going along as kind of, you know, as, as you can do and you know how to do it and all that good stuff. And you've got a consistent schedule of meeting people this and doing this, that. Um, I, I play way more games in that type of schedule. So, for instance, when I was leaving my last job, um, those last few weeks where, you know, it's, it's your notice period. So, you know, you know, like... Oh, you're not gonna like. I'm not gonna like stay up till half six doing extra work for a job I'm gonna leave in three weeks. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I was very relaxed in that state. We didn't have many house re renovations going on. We they kicked off just as I started the new job. When I finished this job, or when I was in the process of sort of leaving or whatever, um, my gaming enthusiasm, as I sort of mentioned on the show, went through the roof. Like couldn't stop playing the Xbox. Like was playing Hades all the time. I think I finished a few, I th finished Death's Door. I played loads of stuff. I feel like I'd have the opposite effect actually. Okay, go on. Then. I don't know. So, I feel like in that I'd be stressed about like moving on to the next thing, you know. And I just want. I just need to like relax at that point. And like you say, games aren't relaxing, right? So for me, that would be a very anxiety-driven. Like I feel like I I can't play games when I'm anxious. Right, right. But the only thing that calms me down when I'm anxious is movies, TV shows, and YouTube. Has to Twitch. be some sort of like no no mental sort of you know needed. Engagement it's just very almost. like turn your brain off yeah. type of type of thing. I feel like games aren't a aren't, like you say aren't relaxing, aren't a brain off type activity they're very much very switched on mm. you need to be very you know prepared and like up for it <laughs> you know what that's you're doing true. I, I do think games can be relaxing though Jay like I would even argue I wonder whether Death Stranding was relaxing for you because of the gameplay you know what it was actually a bit of both because there were very very stressful anxious right moments. anxiety moments where yeah. I was like oh I really don't want to die right here or Oh, I hope I make this delivery like quick enough, or you know, oh, I hope I don't slip, like all this kind of stuff. But yeah, they like I'd say for the majority, it's quite calming. Yeah, I'll give you that. I feel like yeah, I'm trying to think. The only game I can really think of where I was probably totally relaxed the entire time was something like Journey. Right. Yeah, probably that, or like Firewatch, or. Right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a and really big game, but I don't think there was. Those experiences are definitely out there. Yeah. But like you say, Jay, like. Like if you're mentally and physically exhausted, you're not coming home to be like, yeah, I've got, I've, I want to play a game. I've got so much energy. You're like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> it depends on the game, honestly. <laughs> True. I feel like I've got like a second battery. Like I've got my my during the day battery, and then I've got my evening slash night battery, which I think we've spoken about before about how like nighttime gaming seems there seems to be like an extra like a second wind almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at like most days. My second wind is just always on in the evening. I so. feel like when that happens, it, you know, it's the end of a 
sort of sleep cycle where your body's saying go to sleep and then when you pass that you've then got an hour of actually I feel okay sort of thing. That actually happened to me last night. I think I stopped playing Division at like 9 and then for some reason I was like I could go another hour. Right. Uh, you know, it was just like something just kicked in me. I was like, Did yeah, you go I back on there? Yeah, for like 45 minutes. And like. Fair, fair. But you know, yeah, I've had a similar experience. Very good. Mm. The last thing I wanted to say, Jay, on this was um, I'm taking a small break from Hades because I've gone <laughs> past the next barrier and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come back to this and I will come back to it. But I'll... That probably is. I feel like there's, yeah, there's definitely like an instance where you get stuck. Like I feel like a lot of people have this with like puzzles, just like a, you know, like puzzle pieces. They'll have a puzzle all laid out. They can't quite find the right puzzle piece that fits. They'll leave it for a day, come back the next day, and find it immediately. Like that kind of thing, you know. I feel like that that is applicable to games or anything that you can be stuck on, you know. Any sort of task that needs doing, because you know you need a bit of a fresh mind on something like that. And it can also have the opposite effect. It can also be like, oh, I've lost all the muscle memory and all the things, the skill that I probably would have needed had I just kept going, kind of thing, you know. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a fifty-fifty. So I hope that I hope that you get all the good bits and not the bad bits. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> For the vote so, of confidence. Terms, speaking of division, mm. uh, you've got some yeah, you've got some thoughts on what you're playing at the moment, what you're playing next. Ah <sighs> man, yeah, division has gotten to the point. So I've I've reached the end game. A max level. Like, I'm sort of just now. like farming for like gear now. Like I have my build that I want. To a degree, um, I'm just sort of like I'm basically farming for like better versions of what I already have. So I'm just I'm just playing over and over until I get a better version of what I've already got, essentially, which is fine. Like I've already got I'm already pretty close to like finishing out what I need. Um, but then also that I didn't realize this, but there's almost like a battle pass thing on the game at the minute that so lasts like the, yeah yeah yeah. There's like a, a battle pass system that I didn't realize you didn't actually you can't actually do until you finish the game. Like you have to finish, I think you have to finish the DLC to even start it. It's really odd. Um, to start but, this battle pass. Yeah, like to even like be able to level it up or whatever, which is kind of cool. But okay, and there's some rewards on there that I wouldn't mind uh, getting. So I think the only reason I'm playing right now is just to get those rewards. Even though I don't think I'll even utilize them that much, you know. I just kind of don't want to miss out on the rewards. They look uh, nice. <laughs> There's some good stuff on there. And I am still having fun playing it, but I'm definitely sort of like, you know, I feel like the train is slowing down a little bit. So I'm already thinking, like, yeah, what am I going to do next? But I think I'm just going to, like, truck along on Pokemon and Division until uh, the AC DLC, which comes out in, like, two weeks, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's even so, like yeah. two weeks today. I think it comes out Friday in two weeks. It's like March 10th. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. There's actually, I don't know if this is going to be applicable to when the DLC is actually out, but I think if you pre-order the DLC now, you get like a like a skin that comes with it. I, think, I can't remember what it was called. But, I don't know. I think the DLC is like 33 quid, isn't it? 
It's like thirty two yeah. ninety nine yes, when yes, I checked. It is. Yeah, I think it is. Or thirty two. Better quid, be yeah. pretty long. Thirty quid. I I believe, Jay, they've already said it's about thirty to forty five hours. Yeah, that's like half of the main game. That's kind of insane. Oh, dude, the main game's like a hundred hours, come on. I mean for you. Ninety it was for me, yeah. 90 for yeah. me, but yeah, I can see. <laughs> 90 with everything with you, right? Like, yeah. With all the bits and bobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, sorry if I, um, if you already said this, because I was just trying to get the news up ready, but you're, um, so you, you've obviously got some stuff, you're, you're repeating stuff on Division, Pokemon, yeah. you're getting towards the end. So, but we have got a couple of weeks before, as you say, before Ragnarok comes and then Tiny Tina straight after that. Um, two questions. Uh. Firstly, have you got anything after Tiny Tina which you've got your eye on? Because I feel like everything is, I feel like everything is in this window and now the rest of the year, we don't really know what's coming out apart from stuff like God of War and your standard November, October releases. We don't really know what else is coming out this year, it feels like, because everything's getting delayed and stuff. Have you got anything else that you know is like, I'm getting that this year? I'm trying to remember like what's coming out sooner rather than later. But I don't, there's a lot Knight of things. Yeah, Gotham Knights delayed, is definitely right? like a thing, but I don't know when it's supposed to be coming out. Um, the Midnight Marvel's Midnight Sun thing was supposed to be coming out in August, I think. Um, but I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's it's really hard to like say. I'm still temp I'm still thinking about whether I want to play Elden Ring after maybe. I've got to talk to you about that later. Yeah. I'm just seeing there uh, really quickly what's like in the near future. I so say you're probably interested in the Lego Star Wars game, aren't you? I am. I'm very interested in it, actually. Um, Vampire the Masquerade, what was that? No, I don't think that's, I want to play that. I think that's the new, like, there's an old franchise yeah. that bring them back and stuff. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I think the first thing that I'm seeing in the, for the future is, like, Starfield in November. Oh my god, yeah! I forgot that's coming out, that's so exciting! Uh, I know, I've been keeping an eye on Atomic Heart. Have you heard of this one? Remind me, remind me. Uh, Atomic Heart is almost, it looks a little bit like Fallout 4, but slightly tweaked. I recommend checking out Atomic Heart, because there's loads of gameplay for that. It's supposed to be this like revolutionary, sort of like very, very good graphics version of Fallout, I think. Uh, but it hasn't been like announced as to when it's going to come out. I think they're supposed to be talking about it soon. I reckon that'll probably be announced at, um, at E3 this year. I I wonder whether there's a lot of stuff they're banking for E3, you know. I do wonder. Probably tons. Um, do you remember that game, Goodbye Volcano High? Great name. Yeah. Political in its Very nature. political, yeah. Just what, we haven't heard anything about that game, have we? Didn't it? Right. Has it already come out or not? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I honestly don't know. I think it's such a small game that it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The so, uh, Hogwarts oh, Legacy game. Oh, dude, that's not coming out this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's probably going to be next year. There's no way that's coming out this year. And if it does, it shouldn't. There's a Dune game coming out, an RTS Dune game I wouldn't mind getting. But that is the only PC only, though, unfortunately. 
What about that PS5 cat game? Did that come out? Oh god, I think so. I think that came out in it's... April last year, didn't it? Or maybe it comes out April this year? Stray. Stray. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Stray. Um, oh. Oh. Has it been out? It hasn't come out yet. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that looks interesting. And then there's that Redfall game. Oh, yeah. That looks pretty interesting. Eh. Eh. Just see where that ends up, I guess. I don't think I'm going to play the Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum game. That doesn't, that doesn't seem interesting at all. Good, bro. I don't know what they're trying to do. I feel like Lord of the Rings is having a massive downhill spiral right now. Hey, 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 we just had like the two best Lord of the Rings games ever. Well, yeah, I'm talking about after that. Well, you know. Oh, yeah, see, and that team are making the Wonder Woman game, so you can F off. I I miss out on another Lord of the Rings game, and you get a Wonder Woman game. So I'll, take it. Buy it. I'll take it. Buy it. I'll take it. Yeah, I think that's so about all it. All in all, not much. Of. We can't leave the people here forever, Jay. All I mean, in all, yeah. not much. I mean, it might be like worth going back and just seeing what else I have to play. You know, I've still got to play back Control. Along. Still got to finish uh, Horizon. Yeah, I've still got to play God of War. I guess I could play the first God of War in time for the second one. Yes, do it. I got tons of stuff. It's too much. What to about? Choose. Okay, so what was the first one you said in that batch, Jay? Control. Control. Yeah, control's much more digestible. Um, what about stuff like Wolfenstein Two? How does that fit in the back catalogue? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. I mean, it's funny because I actually started playing that, like maybe for uh, five or six months ago I like turned it on I was start the first mission and I was like not in the mood you know Fair. so just I just have to be in the right mood it's a very very I specific know. mood I have to be in I have to be in almost like a very like Call of Duty mood to be able to play Wolfenstein just that you and know the FPS World War type thing while we're talking about what's out Jay mm. I do want to very quickly talk about Elden Ring Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things where I was really tempted last night because it's only 50 quid. I was like, oh, it's not bad for like a game that I could just get now, but I know I'm not going to play it. So, you know? No, if, if I had it right now, I wouldn't be playing it. Okay. It's just not like, not it's not sticking. You know? I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall and it's not, it's not sticking. <laughs> Joe, I wanted to bring this up. Okay, and I want to be, I want let me set this up because I want to be very clear about this. Please. I'm not a From Software game fan. I am. I find them hard and frustrating. Jay oh, is apparently this is supposed to be the hardest one yet. Okay, Jay, you're not letting me finish, but I appreciate the contribution. I'm like the... Kanye West. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce. Um, so I'm not a, ba- I'm not a fan uh, necessarily, I've tried a few times on Bloodborne and stuff like that. Jay's played through loads of them, right? And what I'm trying to say is, uh, Elden Ring, if you don't know, has gotten if some you pretty know, positive you know. reception. Mm-hmm. Pretty positive reception. Well, yeah. I just wanted to shout out that congrats to the developers over there. It's very exciting from someone who doesn't play the games to see another you know from software game be resonating with a lot of people and everyone's in the hype guys and everyone's playing it it's exciting it's good it's great it's positive 
It's nice to have it out in the wild. And it seems for the most part to have delivered on the hype levels, which seem to be quite high. And I don't yes, really know why. Well, because of the previous games, of why. I know, but this one always, like the release schedule always seemed weird to me for this one. Because they, re- they announced it in like, what, 2017 or 18 or something? Yeah, it was almost had that level of mystery that Cyberpunk and a bunch of other stuff. It was just, you know, Death Stranding That's had true. a bunch of mystery around it. That's like true. I feel like it's been a bit of a trend of like releasing games and it almost being like you know a mystery right until yeah what is the game until like right before it comes out which yeah. tends to so, give a lot of hype to the game so it works pretty well it's a good marketing strategy it's true so before I interrupted you interrupt me Jay yeah. what were you going to say mate <sighs> uh... I can't remember what were well, we talking about ask... talking about Elden Ring <laughs> I was going to ask you, obviously, now that the reception is fairly uniform, both oh, okay. from YouTubers and real gamers and gaming media outlets, which is surprising, um, I was wondering whether you were going to make the purchase, because as you say, yeah. 50, 55 quid compared to your standard 70, and yeah. it looks like it's pretty fantastic of a game. So uh, Yeah, IGN gave it a pretty good score. Yes. Um... And it, it's definitely apparently it's got some uh, some issues in uh, like frame rate and a couple bugs oh, okay. that st- that uh, were happening on the press release version of the game. So the day before day one patch, and then apparently even after the day one patch, it's still a bit funny. Um, That's surprising for a From Software game, I would say. Not mm, no. Yes and no. I feel like there weren't many bugs with um actually yeah I guess that is kind of surprising because the thing is uh, what I was going to say also was that I don't think I've ever bought a from software game on release I think uh, what I've done is I've always watched I've waited for the game to come out I've yeah. waited a few weeks or a month to sort of like study the game basically know the game backwards and forwards then I'll buy it, then I'll play it and, I'm, and because I now know how to play the game I'll then be able to enjoy it more so I feel okay. like from software games uh, you either come at it from you know nothing and you want to find everything out for yourself or you know everything and you just breeze through it in quotes breeze through it you know, you at least have a, a much better chance of being able to finish the game and I feel like I would like to be a bit more prepared when it comes to a from software game I think I actually, I'm trying to remember, I think I watched the Bloodborne playthrough maybe like six to eight times before I even played it. So I kind of knew like the whole game in order of like how I, and then when I started playing it I was like right I'll go here for this, there for that and I sort of just knew what I was doing. And for me it made it more enjoyable because I felt like I was in more, I was in control. I'm definitely the type, the kind of person where I kind of need to be in control of what I'm doing. When it comes to gaming, at least. So I don't know how you are. That's probably why you don't enjoy from software games. Well, I don't no, know. You well, find them too hard, right? Yeah. No, I actually really like that um, unknown and exploration because that reminds me of Death Store when I said to you, like, I'm really loving how I don't know what's coming next. I need a balance. Um, I need like yeah. a fifty-fifty or something. Yeah. yeah, but like you say, Jay, like the so Sekiro, I'm gonna 
absolutely try and that's at yeah. 60 frames which is one of the reasons why i can't play bloodborne because the 30 frames is killer now for me but um yeah i basically find them too frustrating for the rewards you get so i'm more than happy to sit here for 50 hours and complete dark souls to prove everyone that i can do it but it would just be so fucking boring i think that might be why painful. sekiro is slightly better for you in that the reward is being able to like master the combat system because the combat system is very different. I say very yes. different. It's, it's got a, a mechanic to it that allows you to feel more rewarded. Yeah. Which I'm kind of looking forward to um, trying to get good at at some point. I know they've got a similar system in Sifu as well. Oh, so, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be interesting. So yeah, so in terms of Elden Ring, you were saying that um, people are saying it's the hardest one yet. Yeah, from right. what I've seen, um, I'd say there's a lot of uh, mechanics and systems in place that make it the easiest in terms of like being able to get around. Like the exploration and the mobility now is like infinitely better than ever before. Um, but in terms of like bosses and needing to grind to actually like feel like you can do any damage you, yeah it's kind of like difficult a lot more difficult there's actually an exploit to be able to level up faster i think they deliberately put that in so that people could like grind not to grind so much you know i feel though like every every time one comes out people always say it's the hardest one so far like people tell me sekiro is the hardest one but i, I don't believe them to some extent no, i think bloodborne might be one of the easiest ones because uh, uh, for me, Bloodborne, that I was, you know, that might have just been because I was more prepared. I'm not even sure. I think Dark Souls One might actually be one of the hardest ones. <laughs> I I agree. Dark Souls Two and Three was easy. Oh, okay, controversial. Yeah, to me they were, but that might have just been because I, you know, I studied. I literally like I spent like a month studying these games before I even touch them. Like I'll, what I'll do is I'll wait until speedrunners have beat the game like super quick before I even touch it. <laughs> sure. Like, I, I can't wait for people to speedrun Elden Ring. I cannot wait. I'm hoping they can. I think this Elden Ring has more bosses in it than every other From Software game. Apparently it has a lot of bosses. So. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard it's the biggest From Software game thus far. Well, there we are. There we are. What about, Jay, the idea of you won't buy it, but I know you won't, but what about the well, idea that eventually. like me or you watch a game at launch for a whole weekend on Twitch and YouTube and things like this? Like, do you think that? Do you think people? I know people do that, but like, for me, it's just a case of if you're going to be in the zeitgeist, wouldn't you just rather be playing it yourself? You know, rather than watching the release with other people. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it hard. Would, so, for instance, it's it's like. It would be like if I watched, you know, people play Guardians of the Galaxy on the weekend at launch, right, kind of thing. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, why why, why wouldn't I just play it myself? But I know that you like watching people and stuff, so I don't know where... Yeah, like, I guess it kind of, again, it just depends on the game, right? If it's a game that... I feel like uh, Souls games, you don't necessarily need to care too much about the story. Because the story's so complicated a lot of the times. Yeah, and you kind of need to have known a lot about previous story and how the story works in previous iterations of From Software games, that you could you could follow that game to a T story wise, and you still probably won't understand it. So it's just it's I think people are just watching it just for the for the aspect of oh is he going to kill the boss or isn't he type of thing. Right. 
You know, it's more of a like, yeah. is he going to fail? Is he not going to fail? Yeah. Versus like, oh, I'd rather just be doing it myself. It's almost like getting as much enjoyment out of it just by watching someone else fail or do very, very well. It's sort of, you know, it's almost like a sport. You know, you're kind of waiting for the goal. Or you're waiting for that person to come first. It's like a very similar type thing. You know? And it also depends on, like, a lot of the time, like, obviously streamers are like personalities, right? So you're kind of just waiting to see what their reaction is to it. Right. Rather than the actual game itself. Like, you're more interested in how they're going to react to it versus actually watching the game. Yeah. I think that's probably what By the meant. way, I did check out that uh I can't remember the name of the YouTuber, but there's a I think he's a Scottish guy maybe who does the no hit uh speed runs if you Oh, yeah, 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 you saw him, did you? Okay. Oh, Jay. That man's insane, I'll tell you that. Right I watched now. a whole documentary on these no hit runs like on YouTube or mm-hmm. like, you know, a mini video on them because I I think I forgot to talk about this on the show, but <laughs> Okay. I can't even fathom how hard that is and how much time you have to put into that. Like yeah. people, I think there's there's sort of a general consensus that it is one of the hardest things to do ever. It's period. probably like in gaming, it probably is the hardest thing to do because you got to think right. You basically wow. have to dodge perfectly every time. You have to right. know how to parry perfectly every time, which right. is. I mean, the the amount of like milliseconds and frames that you can have that be perfect in is so small that your muscle memory, like your reaction, would have to be a spot on every time. And to be able to be able to maintain that for hours, like these, some of these things can take you know, like ten, a, hours, like hours right? and hours and hours to finish. Yeah, like it's almost that is genuinely like a, like an Olympic level, like mentally yeah. a, Olympic level sport in your like being able to do that and like the reactions. And, like it's it is otherworldly it really is like your adrenaline you you i reckon his adrenal adrenal gland is like absolutely dried up the amount of <laughs> adrenaline you'd be like your heart would be pumping so quickly yeah like to be able to like unless you've been doing it for so long that you're able to like calm yourself while you're doing it but i reckon when he first started doing that he was probably like so like his heart was probably coming out of his chest you know because like you just know how close you are, and if you muck up once, that's it. Like you can't make any mistakes in those runs at all. Like the only mistakes you can make is like maybe like a slight misstep, right? Like if you just take the path slightly wrong, and then you divert back, but that's you know you're you're missing out on milliseconds, but that can eventually add up over time. So I mean, it's hard enough doing one of those games, you know. All the way through, just as a speed run, and that's even with getting hit. But being able to do no hit on like four or five games in a row is insane. Oh, it is. It really is. Like, it's mental. inhuman. It's it's mental. Yeah. That's no, very oh. impressive stuff. That's another reason why I think again, that's like that aspect of like the spectacle of it is probably more than what what attracts people to it, rather than the actual game itself. Like the game just happens to be the vehicle in which the spectacle is being driven on. You know. It's good stuff. Sure. It's fun to watch. Good stuff. Jay, let's move on to the news, please. Yes. First story. Hang on. Hang comes on. from... Apologies. Apologies. Production team is not ready. Production team is not ready. No, I just misclicked. Uh... What's wrong? Did you end it? No. I just pressed the wrong uh, thing. All right, go. Oh, it's fine. That's fine. We're, we're, all, we're all friends here. Um... First story comes from Reb- 
Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. Oh, um, man. I wish I had that as a last name. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? That is such a cool last name. So, 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 so. There is a rumour going around that uh, next year's Call of Duty has been delayed to the following year. Yeah. Activision have released a statement basically saying, uh, let's have a look here. We have an exciting slate of premium and free-to-play Call of Duty experiences for this year, next year, and beyond. Reports of anything otherwise are incorrect. We look forward to showing more details when the time is right. Uh, so, standard spiel. Um, Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is Microsoft's influence, or do you think that they just got to a point where they couldn't produce a, a, a game title of that production value every year? Well, I think this was... Uh primarily sort of like I guess the a co- what's the combination of like Vanguard not doing very well right so Vanguard I think was probably one of the worst selling Call of Duties in recent history and because it was so bad and not greatly received they're kind of like they need to sort of like rethink how they, what they're going to do next I think that's kind of like the whole thing they're trying to go for I also, th- I also think that this Vanguard thing, I don't, I don't think it was probably quite as polished, maybe, as uh, as previous games. So they they maybe just need more time now with the technology. I think we spoke about this before when we had a lot of our like next gen uh, conversations. A lot of it was like, well, I wonder if games are are going to take longer to to develop now because the technology isn't as well. They're not like the developers aren't as well versed in the new technology. So they kind of need a bit more time to make sure to get things right. And also just because of the fact technology is so much better, they might now need more time to be able to produce stuff, you know. Because just because you've got new technology doesn't mean that you can do something faster. It just means you can do something better, but it might take longer. Mm. So I reckon a lot of it is just that. Like they're just sort of like upgrading to the... Wasn't there a thing saying that the uh, the next Call of Duty was going to be next-gen only? I didn't see that. Was I that think rude? that might. I think that might have been either to do with that or just to do with gaming in general. But there's there's going to be like an influx of games that only come out on next gen in the next year or two. I think, or maybe two two or three years from now. But I would like that as a next gen owner. I'm not going to lie. Yes, but I think they're waiting for people to be able to like act. You know, get their next gen consoles first before they start releasing things just exclusively for next gen. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be sense. very happy when that happens because uh, I think if you ask me, the reason why uh, a lot of games haven't been doing very well in the last year or two is because they're having to slog and be like, oh, I guess we'll make it for the previous gen. You know? I can't, or, or it might even be the other way around. It might even be that they're still making it for previous gen and they're like, oh, we've got to make it for next gen. I guess we can do that. Like, they're sort of like, they're wasting a lot of resources on things they, didn't need, they don't need to necessarily waste it on. Uh, but again, there are a lot of people out there who can't necessarily either afford or have access to the next generation. So, and I'd say most, I'd say most people who are gamers, console gamers, probably just have the previous generation. Still, they either have an Xbox One or a uh, PS4. For sure. I actually Definitely. would love to know the numbers on that. Well, because it can't PS4, be that much, right? Because they've around... only sold so many of the next gen. PS4 I think is around 115 million. Xbox One is apparently around 50-ish million. So that's 100. 
65 yeah. and then you've got about 15 million ps5s and maybe nine eight nine million xboxes maybe 10 million xboxes so so yeah another 100 yeah, 140 million to go until uh, yeah <laughs> so there's yeah, about 140 million people with a previous gen and about 25 mil with a next gen so that's probably why they're still needing to make the, the previous they're idiots Sorry, I was joking. Go on. Sure. Yeah. So I reckon until that number flips, they probably won't want to release anything next gen, or they might have to force people's hands. And it, like you say, like let's say it gets to like fifty-fifty or maybe even sixty-forty in terms of like next generation uh, consoles sold, they'll then have to be like, well, we need to force their hand. And if they're going to want to play this game, they're going to need to buy the next generation. There's definitely going to be like an instance. There's going to be a day where the companies are going to go right. We now need to like boost the sales of the next gen, so we'll force them to buy this game if uh, if they want to have to get you know they're gonna have to get the next one, <laughs> which makes sense honestly. It's a good way of doing it, I guess. Just you know making people be like, oh, I guess I'll save for one, or I guess I'll try to get one. I th I want to say they're a lot more accessible now, but I still don't know. I do still see like drops of them selling, so. I think they are. I know that Will said that like a lot of Series X's now, you can even go on the store on the Xbox and like get one and stuff yeah, occasionally. So it yeah. it does seem more accessible now. It's kind sure. of insane how it's been like a year and two months, I think, since the console came out, or a year and three Mental, months almost. Mental. And we're still at the point where not that many people are able to get one. Yeah, that's kind of. I reckon had COVID not happened, I'm sure there'd probably be a lot more sold right now. Next story, Jay, comes from Ryan Disdale at IGN. Uh -huh. Giving us a report about Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, made by, let me get this right, Eidos Montreal, I believe. Uh -huh. um, came out in October last year. Jay played it, of course. Uh, yes. Go listen to the show if you want his detailed thoughts. Um, but they basically said during a financial briefing that um, despite it getting positive reviews, quote, sales on launch undershot our initial expectations, end quote. Now, Jay, I'm not surprised by this news story at all because uh, I told you and you know I bought Guardians like, I don't know, a couple of months later for like half the price or something ridiculous uh -huh. and that is exactly what it looks like they did through sales initiatives store discounts they were hoping to expand the sales of the game sort of like a slow build over time let's say rather than a big bulk at launch so yeah. what are your thoughts on on this so i think part of the reason why it didn't sell so well is because of the avengers game that came out I think a lot of people's trust was broken when that game didn't do very well or didn't meet expectations. So a lot of people saw that and went, well, why would I want to buy another Marvel thing that Square Enix were involved in if it didn't do well the last time? You know, I think they need to they needed to regain trust, and whether they have or not, I'm not sure at this point. Very good point. I reckon if the Avengers game had been exactly what people would have wanted, this Guardians game would have bloody probably broke some sort of record. I don't know. Hard to say, but I feel that's definitely made an impact, 100%. I know what you mean. Like, in a universe where Spider-Man is so big as, as a video Yeah, game, the PS4 Spider-Man game, what, absolutely like blew some records out of the water, you know? Yeah, I, I, I definitely that agree that. oversold. 
But you wonder, like, does the casual gamer know that Square Enix is on the box so they don't buy it because Avengers was bad? Uh, you know what I mean? Like... Probably not your casual. Or maybe, I mean, no, it's, it's hard to say how much knowledge your average gamer has nowadays, you know? I feel mm, like yeah. it's hard to, like, be in the mind of someone who isn't our level of gaming, you know? Like, I'm sure there's definitely people above us in terms of knowledge and uh, being involved in the industry. And then there's a lot of people below us, but whether or not those people know a certain amount or, like, follow gaming news as much as we do, it's hard to say, you know. It would be interesting to know exactly. It would be good if they did, like, a poll or something, you know, and they could sort of find out, like, a general consensus on certain topics to do with gaming. But, um, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's hard because I feel like Square Enix's reputation is primarily built up in JRPGs, right? Right, right. So I feel, and a lot, I, I wouldn't imagine that your average gamer would be a, a JRPG fan. I feel like you kind of have to be a bit more on our level to want to sort of like enjoy those type of things. Yeah, for sure. But then mm. again, like you say, JRPGs don't necessarily sell that well unless they're Final Fantasy. That's another thing, yeah. Know. I was going to say, I feel like, yeah. yeah, the only ones that tend to sell amazingly are Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, I kind of I kind of want to see Square Enix. Initially, I thought this was like, oh, it's just Japan again, never being happy enough with how much they, how well they do, you know. Because <laughs> I felt like the game still did amazing. But maybe I'm wrong about the sales. I guess it, like, the... The public sort of like discourse with Guardians is maybe overshadowing the actual numbers of how well it did, you know. Potentially. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to know if they actually like made their money back. I I think they did. They must have done. Again, I think they were looking for maybe more of a hit or a smash hit than they got. Yeah. yeah. For sure, especially with the uh, with the license they're making. I was going to say, I reckon that license probably cost them a lot of money too. You probably got to pay Disney a lot because because of how big Marvel is now, it's almost a guarantee that your game's going to do well if it's if the Marvel is on there. So, but dude, how cool is it? Like, if we were kids and we were getting these sorts of games, we would have gone nuts. Yeah, I do think about that a lot, actually. Yeah, I, like I, these aren't just like movie but tie-in games. They're not just copy and paste. Like these are games from the ground up. You know that like they are video games made with these characters. They're not based on something else. You know they're all original, so to speak. I can't remember which one said it, but you know the Russo brothers, the guys yeah. who did the Avengers movies. Um, they recently said in an interview that the future of um, like movies and the future of Marvel is in the games. Like he's, wow. they're basically saying that the technology is is way more ahead in terms of like being able to carve out uh, certain stories and certain imagery when it comes to like being like experiencing Marvel and like movies for the future than movies ever could do. Basically, like movies obviously are great and you can do a lot with them. But I think there's so much more storytelling you can you can get done in a game than you can in a, in a movie. Like it probably takes like a trilogy to have as much storytelling as you would get out of like one really good game, you know. 
because mm. you can also add DLC. You can't really add DLC to a movie. I mean, you no, can. Yeah. It's just called another movie, you know, and it costs a lot. Of, it probably costs a lot more to make a movie than it does a game. I don't know. It's hard to say, but. Jay, I think you just had a billion dollar idea. Well, I I'm sure a lot had, of people had it. Imagine if we had, instead of these weird, stupid, poor quality sequels, we <laughs> had a, 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 let's just say for argument's sake, an Iron Man 2.5, which was only an hour long, but at the same quality and production of an actual Iron Man. Yeah, like a one shot, right? Right. Yeah, they, they did have that type of thing, but. Yeah, they didn't do that well, I don't think. But like you say, it wasn't really like to the quality of what you were thinking, I don't think. I think they're kind of trying to do that with the TV shows. Right. And right, like right, the what right, if right. thing, you know, they're trying to like they're trying to like have smaller instances of the same quality of the of the same thing of the of the movies. I think they're trying to like test how much money, how much little money they can spend to get the same amount of money back that the multi-billion-dollar movies have to produce, you know. So. I think they're trying to just like get that quality for as little amount to spend as possible, so they can get the maximum profit. For sure. Testing the wars as much as they can, yeah. But I'm, sure. I, well, I mean, I guess Marvel are really branching out there with the games too, right? Because we've got the Midnight Suns is coming out. Um, I guess Guardians just came out, so that counts. Uh, what else is Marvel making? I guess DC is doing the same thing with Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'm still, I still want to see a Marvel Heroes type game come back because I know it would do amazing. Well, what about Marvel Ultimate Line? Oh wait, did we get Ultimate Lines three? That we did, yeah. It came out on Switch. That's one game that I was actually really wanting to get the Switch for, but the Pokemon still hadn't come out yet, so I wasn't convinced. What about? But you've got a Switch now. So I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. I reckon Marvel Alliance three is probably super cheap now, so I reckon I could probably go back and get that. Probably like 25 quid or something. I wouldn't mind getting that. Jay, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Something I want to bring up just to mm, speak about it. What slide um, am I going to here? No, stay, stay on. Stay on for a bit. Stay on for a bit. Okay. Um, I wanted to bring up... Um, I know a lot of people play games for escapism and a lot of people don't want to hear... Well, frankly, we don't want to talk about p- politics on our show because it's like oh, we just no. we're sick of hearing about it and everything. I want to say that my thoughts, at least, I won't speak for Jay, but my thoughts, at least, are with the people of Ukraine oh, because okay. they are not going through a good time right now. And um, I can't even imagine what it's like basically getting kicked out of your home kicked out of your country because of international politics i have no idea but i think we should at least give some time to spare our thoughts towards them maybe even look at ways to help them through donation or other means or spreading the message of at least just looking at victims more than i'm not you know i'm not talking about the politics of either side i'm just saying looking at the victims of whatever the hell is going on over there because I still don't really know, so I just want to bring that up, Jay. Okay, interesting. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it a lot actually, because there's there's quite a few content creators who are from there actually. Strangely enough, a lot of Twitch streamers, a lot of YouTubers who are sort of uh, talking about it at the minute. So there's a few development teams as well who yeah who, who they've come yeah. out and said how much they're like are against everything that's going on. So 
Yeah, and I guess that uh, actually there's there's actually a few artists who I know work on VTuber models who were in the middle of making VTuber models for some people, and now they've had to stop because they haven't they don't have their, they don't have their computer anymore. <laughs> so oh, it's like wow. can't they've just had to stop doing their job? You know, it's like a lot of stuff's gonna be halted even more after you know even from COVID, yeah, the COVID halt, and now we've got this bloody Ukraine halt. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, crap happening now, so. I don't know. There is. Jay, please take us to your topic page. Okay. There we are. Jay, big news for you and the fighting game community, as you like to call it. Yes. What happened, Jay? Street Fighter 6 was announced. I feel like a lot, a lot of people knew this was coming to a degree. We just didn't know in, in what instance and how soon. Um... I genuinely have no idea when this game's going to come out. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are speculating that they've only just recently started doing it. Like it's maybe like six to twelve months in development, if that. Really? Yeah. Like it's hard to but, say where we're at with it, honestly. But the team who make Street Fighter, whatever that team is, be that the ones who made Street Fighter Five. Yeah, the same Street people. Street Fighter Five came out like what? Six seven years ago. Yeah, something like that. But the thing, the thing with that is they only just finished uh, the season pass stuff that come with the game. So they've basically like had every year they've had something come out extra with the game. So new, be it new characters, like new things you can do. Like they've just been releasing content every year since it's been out, essentially. Right, right. So they've just been working on that the entire time. I'm guessing they've probably been working on 6-2, but to what extent, I have no idea. I'm getting my right. information from, like, you know, Maximilian Dude and, like, a few other people. Um, and a lot of it is just speculation right now. I actually quite like a lot of what he's talking about because he has a lot of experience with how Capcom tends to work and how things work in that industry. And it'll be interesting. I'm more interested in, like, how the game's going to be versus when it comes out. Like, I'm obviously interested because... Obviously, the new King of Fighters game just came out, King of Fighters 15, and that's like the one game I really wanted to get recently. But it being too much money, um, yeah, don't plan on doing that anytime soon, I don't think. And also, I had I spoke with you about the input lag issue, which is essentially like when you press a button on your controller or your fight stick, it takes like a couple extra seconds for the game to know that you've pressed it, and it'll like be a, there'll be a delay essentially. And that can really, you know, mess up timing and actually enjoying the game. For me, I don't know if that would actually uh, muck up the game enough for me to not enjoy it, which is still like, I want to get the game, but I don't because it's too much money kind of thing. But I do, I'm kind of in that mood again for fighting games, and I need something to be able to play. And I think if Street Fighter 6 was out soon, like within the next year or two, I think I'd definitely, I mean, I'd definitely get that. So I'm hoping that, because I'm. We only know that there's two characters who are going to be in it so far. I mean, there's a couple that are obviously going to be like obvious. Like Chun Li is always in it. Ken is always in it. Although, so like, there's. Can you name me some Street Fighter characters? Other than the ones I just said. Like, no. I feel like there, there's okay. I feel like there's like household names when it comes to Street Fighter. Those being like Ryu, Ken, Chun Li. Guile, Blanka, Zangief, E Honda, 
Balrog, Vega. They're like all the, like there's like eight or ten characters that are like staple characters when it comes to Street Fighter. But in Street Fighter Five, a lot of those characters didn't come out until like years after the game was already out. They came out as DLC characters. I think Guile was like season one, Blanca was season three, E Honda was season four, Sagat was like season five. Like there's so many characters that didn't come out until like way later. Which was very, very odd for a Street Fighter game, but it's because they introduced quite a lot of new characters and they wanted to sort of like start anew. And I'm kind of hoping they'll do a similar thing with this and that there'll just be a bunch of new characters because I'm kind of sick of like seeing a lot of the same characters. Like, I'd love for there to be like six or eight of the same characters that we always see, but then like another eight or ten or even twelve completely new characters. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think, okay, so. The, the other thing I want to talk about with this is that there seems to be a bit of a controversy around the logo for Street Fighter. The what? The new logo? Yeah. Have you seen the logo for it? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you so. think? What have you? What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna have to look at it again because I yeah, don't understand do. why there is a controversy personally. But I mean, um, you, even when you Google it, you might see something come up of like the reason why it's such a controversial thing. I'm kind of hoping it's a placeholder logo and not an official one, honestly. Why would people like? I've just seen the news headline. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, which wait, 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 hold a minute. Which controversy are we talk? Are we talking about the stock logo? Yeah. Okay. Because there well, was what's, another. The what's Jane, the other was, one? Show, tell me. The other one is. Uh, let's have a look here. Oh, I've lost it now. It's a Kotaku headline, which basically said, "People think they can look at Ryu's." Winning. Oh no! I'm talking about just just the logo. Right. Okay. That other thing is just like clickbait nonsense. Uh, okay. Um. Oh, I didn't realize it was so different. So they haven't got the standard like big long the long logo yeah exactly so i think what they're trying to go for is like a very like esports type logo like because i feel like right uh street fighter 5 has a massive esports sort of like uh thing going on like they do, they do a lot of tournaments each year it's very like sponsor heavy it's very publicized in that you know part of the community at least right. um and i think that it almost looks a lot like like a sort of logo you'd see like an esports team have, right? And it also, I think a lot of a lot of issue people are having with it too is it looks a lot just like a stock image, like almost like an NFT startup business, like a really crappy, just like oh yeah, I can take like just very blocky and not very good looking essentially. Right, right. And so a bunch of artists on Twitter have sort of gone and got and like redone the logo to make it look more like how Street Fighter should look essentially. And like okay. all of them are infinitely better. Oh really? And it makes me think, why didn't they just hire someone who does art of Street Fighter on like in the in, like you know like what like it, it would cost you so much less to do that than it would to get some guy at Capcom to be like, oh, I'll just take the stock image and put an S and an F next to each other. Like it just it just blows. But I don't really understand what they're trying to do, considering they're a Japanese company. That I feel I feel like they. There should be a lot more going into this, but clearly not. I'm really hoping that it's just a placeholder and that it'll change in the future. I think it might change, Jay, but I Probably do think won't. they are going for some form of it almost looks modernism, like the, modernism with it. It almost looks like a basketball type 
uh, font. You know the sort of like uh, numbers you get on the back of a shirt on like a basketball thing or like a football game? Yeah. It looks kind of yeah. like that to me. Yeah. It almost looks like the sort of digital sort of numbers that you get on like a digital clock. It looks really odd. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It just doesn't look. It doesn't look good. I don't. I don't. It's annoying because I know I'm probably gonna like absolutely eat my words when the game comes out because I'm not even gonna care about any of this stuff. But because it's primarily much of what all we have is just the logo and two characters that were shown off. I mean, that's pretty. You know, we kind of have to just like argue about nothing at the minute just to, you know, right, take right. up the time in between now and when it actually comes out or the next bit of information. So the next bit of information I think is supposed to be summer of this year is when we're gonna hear more. Because a lot so of people look, point... yeah, okay, one, one thing, one thing. Yeah, yeah, crack on. So a lot of people, a lot of uh, people have gone back and like compared this to the Street Fighter Five launch, or like mm -hmm. the teaser that showed off that, and we actually saw gameplay in the first ever teaser of Street Fighter Five. The announcement showed gameplay. Sorry, as in the announce the announcement of Street Fighter Five shoot gameplay. Yeah. Of Street Fighter Six? No, Street Fighter Five. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So I think people are like comparing like different. I think they've definitely gone a lot more quality in terms of like their marketing and like teasing the game. But they're obviously showing a lot less. So there's like people are hyped but not hyped, and like different variations of where we should be in expectations and stuff. So I'm kind of like enjoying that, but not enjoying it at the same time. Right, go ahead. You had a question. All good, all good. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. Uh, I mean, I know what you're gonna say. I uh -oh. think. I Go think on. I know what you're gonna say. But does the quality of these games, and I don't even know how you measure a fighting game in terms of quality. Okay. Um, will that affect the impact it has on things like esports and things like that, and like general uh, Twitch no. viewership and stuff like that? Not necessarily. I mean, it'll it'll definitely blow up. Like a lot, it'll have a lot of viewers when it first comes out. So what? Yeah, because what I mean is, like, I feel like no matter how bad a Call of Duty is, people are always gonna play yeah. the esports yeah. of it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's very understandable. Very understandable. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be the same as it always is, really. I imagine. I think the thing they're trying to go for is uh, they're trying to go for a lot more realistic of a look. Have you even seen the teaser? Yeah, I watched the teaser. Okay, so yeah, that that's like you sort of like you could see the muscles contracting on Ryu, and like all the sweat and the amount of like because I think they've also changed the engine of the game too. Right, I don't think. Resident Evil yeah, they're using the right? Resident Evil engine, which is I say a big part of that is because it costs a lot of money when you use Unreal Engine or any other like when you use someone else's engine, you have to pay that company. I think twenty percent of every game sold, which is like. Almost a quarter of what you make, you know? Huh? Capcom made Resident Evil. Though. Yeah, exactly. So what they've done is they've just sort of like made their own engine and been like, yeah, we're going to use our own. So we have to, we have to sure, spend a quarter sure. of what we make every right, time right, we right, have right. to, you know, pay someone. It's just a bit ridiculous. And con considering that the RE engine has evolved so much since, I mean, you know, five, six years ago, it's kind of like you can see like the actual amount of fidelity they can get now, you know, it's kind of insane. So I'm, I'm kind of I'm I'm hoping that the game because I think a lot of people had an issue with Street Fighter Five looking like it looked more realistic, but it was still kind of off. There was still something kind of off with it. And I'm I'm kind of hoping that this one will be very stylized, obviously, but then you know the graphics are going to be insanely good. 
you were, you were asking about how you like how do you measure the quality of a fighting game? That's actually a really really good mm. question. I'm trying to think really because there's a lot of fighting games that don't look good but are probably some of the best fighting games of all time. Right, and there's also things like you know for me, like like let's assume that the game looks lookable and let's say it plays playable. Like what then makes a good, you know, what then makes a good fighting game, right? Because obviously the things I would look for in a fighting game, you wouldn't give a shit about. I was, I assume. A lot of the time, uh, yeah, fighting games tend to do or be good if there's like a general consensus that the game is fun to play. Like if I'm not being specific about any detail, like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 might be one of the better examples in that it's sort of like become like the pedestal almost for like other similar fighting games where it's just kind of like it was so like played so often and like beloved by the community that any game that is either a sequel to that or something similar is then compared to that but it, it looks bad as a game in quotes like it's 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 stylized amazingly and it is Marvel and Capcom so it's going to look kind of amazing but it was made in like the mid to late 90s so it doesn't look graphically amazing but it's almost like comparing it again to like Pokemon right the old Pokemon games don't graphically look amazing but they're some of the best games of all time right, right, depending right, on who right. you ask you know like I it really like right. again it comes down to that sort of like we could almost compare this to our conversation about gameplay and story balance of like another balance of graphics and mechanics I guess or how much fun you have with the game like the graphics can be down here but if the mechanics and the way the game plays is up here it does not matter at all but mm. I feel like if the graphics are amazing but the game's mechanics and the way no you play isn't very fun nobody gives a shit so it either yeah, has to yeah. have a good balance or be completely this way for it to like even matter at all like this, this bar matters a hell of a lot more than this bar it just yeah. so happens that the graphics bar you can have both be up here. That's that's like the echelon, right? That's like your horizons right. and like your Last of Us and your God of War and like right, you know right, all this right. kind of stuff, you know. But you can have both. It just costs a lot more money to get here. <laughs> but there's a, someone made a really good argument actually. Um, I'll make this is going to be a weird comparison, but Game of Thrones uh, had a very small budget in the first four series of the show. And arguably, yes, weirdly, it's smaller than you'd think. And arguably, people would say that the first four series of the show is infinitely oh, better than the second four series of the show. And part yeah. of that reason is the budget from the first, um, first four to the second four, I think, either doubled or tripled. So what happened was, rather than being constrained and making it all about the story, they made it all about the visuals and nothing about the story. So what I'm saying is, the story and the mechanics are what matter here and the visuals not so much and neither the budget the budget doesn't matter you can still make a brilliant game with no budget same there thing with like clerks i don't know why i always make this comparison you've seen the film clerks right no oh, i know what you're talking oh about. my god <sighs> <sighs> let's move on jay please take us back to the home screen where we will play some Gatsby's review. Okay, okay. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. He hasn't <laughs> even seen Clerks. I bet you haven't even seen Clerks too. Guess what, Jay? Guess what? I ain't gonna watch it till you play and finish Horizon Zero Dawn. How about that? 
How about that, huh? I'm disappointed. How about that? I'm disappointed. Okay, so my world, Jay. yeah, Welcome sure. To my world. I've played it. You haven't watched a single second yeah. of this fucking movie. Effort, effort. Is it my turn? Yes. Hold on. Okay, Hold hang on. on. I'll need to. There. I'll need We're to take a photo. Nearly there. Uh, so everyone, guess who's review time? Yeah, guess who's review time? So. Me and Jay pick a random game review from a random outlet. We pick three quotes, and then we've got to guess the game based on the quotes. It's Jay's turn this week, so I've got to guess, and he's got to tell me the quote. And I'm really good at this game, and Jay hates me for it. So, without further ado, shall we begin the process, Jay? The last. I'm a little bit worried about this one. Okay, don't be worried. Like, I think you deserve to have a hard one. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. I'm actually looking, because I don't know if you've played this, and I'm looking forward to whether you actually know your stuff about this or not. Alright, okay. Okay, are you, are you ready? Yeah. Alright, first, uh, first quote. Just, I'm just uh, questioning which one I do first. Okay, we'll try this one. Uh, before jumping in, you'll need to specify one of four race types, each with their own advantages and associated playstyle. Dwarves are small in stature, as you might expect, making them more difficult to hit at close range. So it's a game with four races, one of them being dwarves. Which could be a lot of games. <laughs> that could be a lot of games. Yeah. I have a guess. I know what your guess is because it'd be it'd be my it'd be my guess too. I'm not sure it's. Let me. It's not right. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not. You're not getting on the first one. Trust me. That's that's way too okay. vague. That's deliberately vague. Okay. All right. My guess is Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh wow. Okay. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> What's Kingdoms? Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur is the Lord of the Rings game. No, it's uh, what am I a fantasy game. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning is like a fantasy game made by 38 Studios or Big 38 Studios. I could have swore that was a Lord of the Rings game. No. The front cover no. is almost like a guy with like uh, like almost like golden armor, Gold. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did yeah. I always think that was a Lord of the Rings game? I mean, it is very much like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's probably why I'm just getting confused. Yeah, okay, so that's not it. Okay. All right. Jay's happy, happier. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're gonna get this one. Okay. Honestly, though. Uh, okay. Uh, maps have been designed to accommodate such abilities, particularly the glider and teleport, with differing outcomes. The Maelstrom map, for instance, has an interesting look. What the fuck? Yeah, this you're game, not. You're not gonna man. get it. I don't know if you've played it. I'm worried. And a map with a Maelstrom in it. And so it's the Maelstrom map, yeah, and then you've also got abilities such as Glider and Teleport. Do you know what's funny? I played this game so much that I kind of like might have actually got this. Jay. But it was so long ago. I think I've just pulled this one out of the bag. Yeah, I really hope so. And if I have, you'll be like, you'll be like, Nick, you're cheating. You're yeah, cheating. you probably are, though, cheating. Is this game Shadowrun? It is Shadowrun. You oh, mother. Oh, shit! 
man. I think you're honestly. I think you've officially won at this because I. There's no way. I I really thought oh. I was being really difficult with this one. That dude, that was difficult. That was difficult. I'm gonna read the last quote. I wanna see if this makes it yeah, obvious or not. Alright. The game lets both lineage and RNA corpse sides by power-ups at the start of a round. Magic spells, tech items and weapons are available. Yeah, there you go, that's what it was. I reckon that would have been harder than the second quote you gave. Personally. Really? What with lineage and RNA corp? I, yeah, I, I, I honestly couldn't tell because now I know it. I don't know whether I could tell you. I yeah, it's that, hard, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, you got it in on the second one. Jesus Christ! Like honestly, I genuinely didn't think you were gonna get that. I wasn't Dude, sure if you played it before. I I got it on uh, my love film thing. You know, like through the through the letterbox. There's like renting see, that's it what I that's what I thought I remembered. That was like my memory of it too because I remember when you used to get those. Yeah, I, I remember I you had them. Like, did you have like an ottoman in your in like your porch, like your hallway, and then there was like you had them like stacked up on the ottoman, right? I think you might be right. Well, you like yeah. you used to put your shoes inside of the thing that you'd sit down. It was like you walked through the door and it's like to the yeah, right and on the floor. We, yeah. And I remember we, there yeah, always yeah, being a stack of love film stuff, being like, "How does he always have these?" I don't understand. Yes, I think I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wow. yeah. Uh, I played it for like a couple of weeks, so I didn't really enjoy it that much. Really. I remember playing you? it a lot. Yeah, I played it. You uh, played it a lot? I played it a lot. I probably played it for like yeah, probably the same amount of time as you, but probably more than like you might have had it for. We might have had it for the same amount of time. But I probably played it more in that time frame. Fair play. Yeah, dude, that is a fantastic game to put on Guessage Review, though. Fantastic. Yeah, glad you like that. That's fun. Yeah. Jay, I'd like to finish the show, if that's okay with you, with a yeah. quote from Einstein. Oh, wow. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. That's interesting. I wonder how that's applicable to gaming. Can we make that applicable to gaming? Yeah, all right, let's go for it. Well, I mean, naturally, that to me screams, when you get stuck, you got to think outside the box. Yeah. What do you think? I guess that's probably about it. Yeah, that's about as much as I can think. Just think, just think differently, basically. But then don't again, think the same. Um, Look at it from a different I don't think that's true for Soulsborne games. I think you just have to get better rather than think differently, right? You, like you don't necessarily. Maybe not. Maybe like, maybe like uh, you... you can probably compare it to fighting games too, right? Right. Like yeah. a lot of it is just having to make sure that you're thinking. The right things at the right time. Actually, a lot of fighting games is just guesswork. A lot of it is like 50-50s or even like a one in four chance of being able to guess. Like over, under, mid. Like you're just trying to guess. It's like a rock, paper, scissors, basically. Right, right. You just got to be able to react quick enough. A lot of it is just like having a good enough brain, essentially. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well. Uh, That's what I guess Albert Einstein had a good enough game. brain. He would have been brilliant at fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Jay. Uh, okay. Have a good weekend. I'm sure we'll catch, we'll play some stuff over the weekend anyway. And have a good weekend, everyone. Hopefully, this will go up soon. I'll I'll keep promising Jay that we'll record it on Thursday and just keep delaying it. It's whatever, man. That for the rest it's of whatever. Time. It's whatever. Goodbye, everyone.